Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Last week, we discussed a simple approach to a simple seizure. Seizures that last less than five minutes with return of consciousness before the next seizure. And what we really emphasized was history, taking that detailed history that makes you sound smart to your attending. We talked about how even if that seizure is happening right in front of you, that that's kind of okay. You really don't technically even need to give them any medicines, according to Tintinelli's, as long as it's a simple seizure. Less than five minutes, return of consciousness between seizures. You don't need to treat with medicines at all, not even Ativan. However, that scenario is entirely different than the scenario where the patient's seizure lasts more than five minutes or occurs back-to-back with another seizure without regaining consciousness. Because when that happens, that's called status epilepticus. And that does get treated with medicine. Here's this week's case. Okay, everybody, he's an 18-year-old male, seizure on the soccer field, unknown if he was hit. Didn't see anybody crash into him, apparently, to to the witnesses. Status epilepticus on arrival. No history of epilepsy. Boarded and collared on scene. Pulse 160, BP 140 over 90, respirations 20. Glucose of 100. Did did give uh, five milligrams diazepam IM and another five uh, IV with no improvement. Uh, glucose was a hundred. Um, that's it. You got yeah. You guys should have gotten the call. Yeah. All right. Status epilepticus. When your patient is having more than just a simple seizure, which you don't need to treat. When they have status epilepticus, a neurologic emergency, when the seizure lasts more than five minutes or occurs back-to-back without regaining consciousness, that's something that needs to be treated. It is a critical brain-melting diagnosis, and once they cross that almost arbitrary line, it's all about your treatments. It is a well-defined treatment algorithm that you have to know. Unlike last episode where you sound smart based off the history you took and being able to convey that, with status epilepticus, you sound smart by being able to go down and recite this established treatment algorithm. Five steps that you go down in order. Let's go. And I'll say quick, this topic assumes that you have listened to our first five minutes episode from a few weeks back, checking sugars, getting a pregnancy test, things like that. I'm assuming you learned that. If you didn't, you need to go back. But now, let's go. Status epilepticus. The patient's shaking all over the place right in front of you. It's not stopping. Round one. Benzodiazepines. You can use any benzodiazepine. You can give IV Ativan, probably the most common choice. You can choose IM. IM midazolam. You can give diazepam. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is that you slam that patient with a benzodiazepine trying to stop the status epilepticus. It's a short-term fix. It's kind of like giving the patient a band-aid, but benzos hit hard and are really effective. Benzodiazepines are your first-line treatment for status epilepticus. Round one, 
give a benzodiazepine. Round two. Now let's say that seizure is still going on despite a solid slug of benzos. This time, you start to pull out the fancy stuff, the anti-epileptics that you've heard about. There are tons of choices, and you can choose any of them. Everyone has their favorite. The nice thing about these is that they aren't just a band-aid like the benzodiazepines are. They are longer acting. In fact, both Tintinalis and my neurology consultant that I talked to before writing this lecture, they both state that this step, at least academically, happens at the same time as our last step, the benzodiazepine step. In real life, though, the pharmacy has to mix up these anti-epileptic drugs, and they won't be ready for maybe 15 minutes, and the benzos always happen first. But step two, you give an anti-epileptic. You can give levetiracetam, which is called Keppra, or phosphenitoin, or valproic acid. Any of those that you've learned about, add one of them in round two. And now round three, step three. Let's say the seizure is still winning. It's kicking your butt, it's kicking the patient's butt, it's still going. In this round, basically what you can do is you can repeat things for up to 30 minutes. Attendings mix it up here. Everyone has their own kind of style. But you can give more doses of benzodiazepines. You can just keep hammering the patient with them. You can add a second different anti-epileptic here as well, doubling up. You can add a third one. So Keppra and phosphenitoin, or valproic acid and Keppra, all three. The catch is, is that this round has to be over. You have to stop yourself from playing around after about 30 minutes of seizure. Because after 30 minutes of seizure, it is well established that this patient is now really, really sick. And their outcome's gonna be bad if you don't go on to our next step and just get control of it. In round four, no more messing around. After 30 minutes, no more messing around, no more repeating benzodiazepines, trying third and fourth anti-epileptics, you start a drip. These are the same sedative drips that we use for people on vents and stuff. You can do a propofol drip. You can do a midazolam or versed drip. You can do a phenobarb drip. But step four, once you hit that 30 minute mark, now you sedate the patient with a continuous dripping infusion. Just turn their brain all the way off and be done with it. Put the patient on one of those drips, propofol, midazolam, or phenobarb, and you win the match. Seizure activity stops, game over. Or is it? No, the game is not over. You actually have one more step, and this step is so important. This is almost the most important step. Maybe this is the most important step. Step five, you can't forget this. You have to put the patient on continuous EEG. You've sedated the crap out of the patient. Why on earth would you need an EEG still? Because there is something out there, it's quite common actually, called non-convulsive, it's non-shaking status epilepticus. It happens a lot. Patients can have seizures without any movement, especially once you have a load of all of these sedating medicines on board. So in round five, you start an EEG to monitor for non-convulsive status epilepticus. Those are your five steps. No medical therapies for simple seizure, but once that patient crosses that line into status epilepticus, five minutes or two seizures without return of consciousness in between, go into your algorithm. Benzo, anti-epileptic. And then for up to 30 minutes, you can repeat benzos, you can try other anti-epileptics, 
but then you just need to start them on a sedating drip like propofol or midazolam or phenobarb. And then once they stop moving and the seizure stops, you start them on EEG. That's the status epilepticus treatment pathway. That's your algorithm, and that wraps up this episode. You guys are awesome. Please tell a friend about the podcast. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.